Hi, I'm Hugo. And I'm Joe. And this is the Story to Tell podcast. Today we have Nico here to talk with us. Um, Nico, you want to introduce uh, us? Yeah, I'm Nico. Uh, I go to UBC. Uh, I went to high school with these guys. So, you know, I know these guys uh, pretty well. And uh, yeah, so this is my story to tell. Um, so basically, uh, my story starts uh, with sports. Uh, I played football for a, a big portion of my life. I played it since I was like in elementary school. And uh, I played it all the way until high school. And then, um, you know, I had some injuries and I had to stop playing, which uh, really put me in like a rut. Uh, it was something that I did for so long in my life and then it was gone. And uh, I was kind of like lost for a bit. And uh, I didn't know what to do. I mean, like it, it's tough going to school every day and seeing you know, your friends do something that you want to do as well, but you know, you can't, um, cause, uh, you know, these injuries, I had like a lot of concussions and, uh, it was been suggested to me that I should stop playing a long time ago, but I, I just kept doing it. Cause you know, I thought I could just persevere through it. Uh, but, uh, I knew when to, you know, clock quits. And so, um, there was a, you know, a period of time where I was kind of just like floating. Like I kind of wasn't really like living life. I was kind of just like going day to day and kind of just like, uh, kind of like a zombie almost kind of just like waking up and then going to school and then uh, I chose to be like the manager of the football team and that like gave me closure but I was still missing something I was still missing that passion because although I was still around the sport I kind of wasn't uh, feeling the same feeling I had when I was playing it of course I mean you know it's of course it's different so uh, I had this like idea in my head for a long time to pick up a camera I was really interested in you know, photography and like cinematography. And so I thought to merge the two things together and start filming like highlights for the football team. And that was the first thing that like actually gave me like a sense of like, wow, like I really want to do this. Like it's not even football gave me that. Like I picked up a camera and I was like, oh, that's it. Like this is, this is it. And it, it really brought me out of that depression, like that rut and for a long time, like I was, I was really happy. Like, I mean, I woke up every day, like just excited, just like feeling creative. Um, and that lasted for like two years, like grade 11 and grade 12. And I was just constantly like filming and, and stuff like that. And then uh, when I graduated high school uh, back in June, uh, I was thinking to myself, like, what's next? Like, there's like, you know, no more BC football, football for me to film. Like, you know, what do I do now? Um, and that was also tough too, uh, cause you know, uh, COVID hit and, you know, you can't really do anything. So you're kind of forced to be, you know, with your own thoughts and kind of like self-reflect. And, and that was really hard, uh, for me because, you know, I was kind of like dismantled. Like I, there's nothing I could do. I, I kind of just had to sit here and like kind of wait for it. And, you know, that was like the second time I felt like I was in like a rut, like really unmotivated, uh, didn't know what to do with my life. Like, although I'm, I'm in university and I'm thankful for it, uh, I was kind of just like missing the whole, like we're all missing like the whole experience of university and kind of just like exploring what we want to do and exploring university life. So that was, that's really tough, you know? So yeah, uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And so people know, Nico, you're not in residence right now. No, I'm at home. Yeah. In Richmond. So it's not too far away from campus. Yeah. But it, you know, going out and filming and taking photo of that scene that you usually get with, you know, a body of people like at a high school. 
I mean, yeah. even more displaced now that you know, you're by yourself. So have you been able to, I guess, fill that gap and, and find new things to shoot or find a new passion, like you're saying? Um, yeah, like as of right now, like, I mean, I, like you said, like I keep like trying to do something like I'm just trying to keep myself busy. So, you know, I've been like, I don't know, like Twitch streaming or just like stuff to like, just like feel like I'm creative because right yeah, now it's yeah. really hard to do that. Right. So anything I'm trying to do, I'm doing it. Um, so, you know, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Just kind of figure out ways to stay busy. Right. Uh, Cause you know, this uh, like pandemic isn't like, like it was supposed, I thought it was going to be like a month and it turned out to be like, as long as it was. So, you know, yeah. you just kind of, you know, keep yourself busy and find new things for sure. Well, I mean, you're looking for new things now, but what was it like finding when you found uh, filming the first time? Uh, well, like, what was it like? Yeah, well, how did you do that? Sorry, I'm not being clear, but... Oh, yeah. Um, I was, like, always, like, watching, like, videos on Instagram of, like, whether it was just, like, highlights of anything. And I was like, I could de- I could do this. Like, I have yeah. a camera. I yeah. could do this. It wasn't a good camera. Um, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to try it out. And I picked it up. And, like, I watched, like, I learned everything I know th- through YouTube. Like, I didn't go to school. I didn't, like, take any lessons. Like, I just, like, went on YouTube and searched up how to use a camera and like how to adjust the ISO, ISO and like stuff like that. And just like, eventually I started to learn. And like, that's why I knew it was a passion because after school, like I was putting in extra hours to do that. Like I, w- I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't something I really wanted to do. You know, like I'm spending right. like hours at night learning how to like edit or work a camera. Like I thought to myself, okay, like this is definitely something I want to do. If I'm putting extra hours, I'm like putting off homework to do this. Like. <sighs> definitely really like something I really want to do so yeah that's kind of how I figured it out yeah so this I guess transition from you know football seemed like a big part of your life was a big passion for you know a number of reasons and you shift into photography but I guess my next question would be this shift was it how is it like doing that in an all-boys school and like um football left like you're stuck in this place and it's it's a mental health conversation of where do you go next so how is yeah, that I mean, transition for sure like I was like really scared to do it because I was like what if people just think it's stupid like especially being like right yeah. I don't know boys school you're kind of like kind of worried like like the like if, if someone doesn't like it like uh-oh like I gotta see these guys every day at school <laughs> and just get like roasted for this thing that like <laughs> it's dumb thank god that like it's people liked it like people because I, I first started filming like uh, me and Tim Choi started it and we first started filming like basketball games like in right. J- like the JV basketball games and I was like yeah I'm just gonna post this on the Instagram page and, and see if people like it and if no one likes it, I'm gonna delete it and just like I don't know pick right. up something else but yeah, yeah there's definitely like that, that outside pressure of like oh like what if people don't like it and I kind of like a lot of people feel that for any passion like whether they want to try something new people are always afraid that like oh, my peers aren't going to like me or like it. And so I feel like a lot of people get deterred from doing what they want to do because of other people's thoughts. And I feel like it can be really hard for them to just like transition. Yeah, especially as a guy. Like yeah, especially as a guy because we don't really that open conversation. up about it. Like, yeah, we don't really open up about our feelings like that. Did you did you have a chance to talk to anyone about the impact, you know, football leaving that part of your life had on you? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, we all went to like encounter, right? right. And so, so that, that's I years kind of, later, right? That was like years later. I mean, because um, I started playing football because like my brother played football and like he had a uh, he had cancer when he was younger. So seeing him play football, I was like, oh, cool! Like I'm just gonna do that next. Like I just followed what he did, mm-hmm. right? 
And so after that was all done, um, I didn't really talk about how my feelings were, you know, at all. Like I didn't talk about my feelings when football left. I didn't talk about my feelings, you know, when my brother was sick. So I kind of just suppressed it through high school. And then towards the end of high school, I opened it up and I, I didn't realize how much an impact these things had on me until I started speaking about them. Cause throughout high school, you just kind of just suppress it. You don't want to like bring, you don't want to put your feelings on someone else, especially at VC, right? You don't want to like talk about that. You're afraid how people are going to see you, how people are going to like judge you. So you just kind of just like, don't talk about it. And then when I finally had a chance to, it was like this big, like unloading off my chest of like, wow, I have like a lot of things. I have a lot of things that I feel that I never right. articulated before, you know? And for people who don't know, Encounter is, um, uh, it's pretty much like a retreat at our school where everyone gets together and they have, you know, breakout rooms and you stay on this camp and you have a leadership team who directs people to talk about some of the struggles. So kind of like what we're doing here. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But in our, our previous conversation, um, Nico, we, we said that encounter, that, that, that moment and that presence of opening up didn't last, right? Yeah. Like, as I guys, mean, it's quite a course, temporary yeah. thing. Yeah, like, you know, I went to encounter, it was amazing. And you come back, you kind of feel like, like, I don't know, like, in tune with like you know, your emotions i don't know how to say it but like for like oh, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks and then I, I quickly like dies out because you kind of go back to bc and kind of like just like get back to how you usually were and so yeah. it's kind of hard to like open up that conversation again in, in a non-encounter setting because now it's like oh it's it's like kind of weird you don't know how people are going to react right like kind of talk about what's on your mind because like a lot of people just think like you're overreacting or like you're making things you know a bigger deal than it is and so you kind of just like suppress it and you're like, yeah, it's, it's fine. I, I won't talk about it right now. Well, I think that's the thing with, with Encounter and other things like it is that it does give you that opportunity to feel like, you know, this is the time to open up. Because I know mm-hmm. um, uh, you were saying that uh, you don't feel like you have that time. Like it doesn't feel like the right moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it never does. Feeling. Yeah. To open up with people. And like, is there, do you ever find like there's a way to make it that moment? Like, I know that's a weird question, but do you ever find like to make people open up is... Um, I mean, I've tried that before, like, you know, me and my friends will be like together and we'll just like start talking about stuff and then naturally it'll kind of get to near like that point where we start opening up. But then some people realize that and realize like they're not comfortable. So then they kind of just like either dance around the question or change the topic. And then we're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like we don't like acknowledge it. It's just like, you know Oh, yeah, definitely. Never would. We don't acknowledge it. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, But yeah, I feel like it's easier now because like we're not in high school yeah so like that pressure and like that whole like scene isn't like really there to kind of like i don't know alter our like our mindset kind of in a way like and how we think so i feel like now would be easier but uh for sure like it still is like a, a big like thing amongst guys to like really not open up about how they feel yeah no for sure um so you know with guys like of course like that school scene you're suppressed and you don't have like that opportunity to talk about you know those different ruts that people get into and those ups and downs um do you find like that there were there are other spaces where you felt that suppression and that pressure just to be okay i have to keep this myself this is my problem no one else should know about this like was there a different space like you know at home or or even in different extracurricular clubs that you felt that yeah um university for sure like coming into university like although like I haven't been on like campus yet like 
you know, I haven't really met any new people. So like, that's kind of like, it hasn't been like really like, it hasn't come up like kind of like that feeling of like meeting new people and that whole experience. So for that, like nothing really, but like at home, I, I kind of just like keep to myself, you know, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like project my problems on other people, you know, with like family like that. So I kind of just like stick to myself. So I kind of translated into other parts of my life. You know, I'm trying to work on that now. I'm trying to be more vocal in how I feel, but yeah, definitely, definitely has translated in other places like that. Sure. Yeah, I know it's kind of, that's a big thing. Like I, I, I know what exactly you're talking about, just kind of um, wanting to keep things from your family for that, just, just for the reason of um, shelter, sheltering them from your problems. But yeah, have you ever like tried it? Have you like, like opening up a bit more to your family? Have you found any positive or negative results or? Um, like I've tried it in the past, kind of just like speaking how like I feel at the moment. And like, there has been some positive, some negative. Cause like, of course, like, you know, sometimes parents don't get it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they do. So it's kind of like, it's just like kind of touch and go. And it's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting <sighs> used to it. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I think there's almost an expectation um, as a guy just for so long that you are fine, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and there's so many different things that, that bring up, like, you know, guys have mental health too, and there's a lot of um, movements and trends that suggest that, but I feel like there still is, like, a social normative that guys are fine most of the time. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, for sure. That place uh, to bring it up is so limited, right? It's such a small mm-hmm. box. Yeah, because like I mean, I like VC. Like the last thing you want to see is is like it's like kind of like weak. Like it's just like right trying, trying to like you know just like kind of be like kind of assimilate and kind of just like follow in into what everyone else is doing. And like like it's kind of like that like uh, notion like oh like girls get into like big drama and then guys like oh guys don't really get into drama like that, right? Like you ever heard that like. Yeah, oh, sure. girls will get into like uh, drawing with each other, but oh, look at like the guy, look at like oh, the VC guys, they don't like they don't fight with each other, they kind of just yeah. like chill out, they're boys, they don't care. But like, I've seen like many instances where like guys will have like beef with each other or like an argument, but none of them want to talk about it, so yeah. then they just don't talk to each other. So it yeah. looks like we're not arguing, it, it doesn't <laughs> look like it, but they're just not talking to each other because they just don't want to face like the, the problems, they just want they don't want to act like they're affected by it. They don't want to act like they're either hurt or, or mad. So then just, they just, oh yeah, I don't really care. Oh, I don't care. It's not that big of a deal, but you can clearly tell there's like something there. There's like friction. And you can see that with like a lot of relationships, especially at VC, where it's like, there's guys who don't want to talk to each other, but they also don't want to face the problem. And I've experienced that too. Like I, I've experienced that too at VC where like, I don't feel like I want to talk about it. I just want to move on because I don't want to seem like it affects me. So I yeah. can see that a lot. Yeah. And I would say like these small things of like not wanting to bring it up, like, you know, like I I guess these little arguments are not always like the big things. No. I guess looping back to like your situation where like football was kind of absent in your life for a period. And there's already like all these small things kind of build up and it's built like this kind of culture where when you do have a big thing, you, you just can't do that. You can't come out and say like, guys, I'm like, I'm really anxious about this thing. Like I'm really in a hard spot because yeah. it's, I'm so every day, like, oh, I don't want to bring this up. I don't, and just from small things, but when big things count, 
you can't make it count because you don't have that no, space to say yeah, it. For sure. I mean, like, you're kind of just like, if someone does ask you, your your like immediate response is, oh, I'm fine, I'm okay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, like a lot of us, even like people like anywhere, like across like the world, like if a lot of people, for the most part, if you ask someone how they're doing, they're just gonna say fine, even if they're not, because the last yeah. thing they want to do is kind of like project their problems and then make it this big deal because nobody wants to talk about it, right? Like, yeah. So yeah, I can definitely see that like like it, when it's something big like it's gonna be hard for people to open up and even if people do ask a lot of people aren't encouraged to talk you know what i'm saying like a lot of people don't feel like they can talk so yeah i can definitely see that for sure oh yeah well and that's the thing and then it ends up like it just becomes like this circle of like no one's talking about anything and then it gets bigger and bigger and no one wants to talk yeah about and then and you then, realize then, oh go on oh yeah so i was gonna say like, and then guys like explode like people just like yeah. you see like a lot yeah. of guys just like get angry yeah and then they like their mood switches and like you don't know why and you're like oh there's something there but they're not gonna talk about it like no, you see a lot of guys just like kind of like explode and kind of just like they're just angry and then you kind of don't know why or they change and you're like yeah oh there's definitely something there but they're not gonna talk about it and, and it's tough oh sorry go on Oh, no, no, yeah. I was going to say it's tough because a a lot of times, like, it's a lot of small stuff. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, in a lot of situations, it's not, like, one big thing. Sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's a lot of small stuff that resolved individually wouldn't have been a big deal. But it's just, Mm -hmm. like, going through it and, like, picking those things up everywhere you go, and then eventually it's, like, too much. Yeah. I mean, I I do – I mean, I have noticed, though, like, throughout my time – like especially at VC, like it hasn't, it has gotten better, like in terms of being able to talk about your emotions. Like, of course, you're not going to sit down with your friends and be like, all right, guys, let's, let's talk about how we feel. Let's do it. Right. But like, <laughs> yeah, natu- yeah, yeah. naturally, you'll just bring up topics. No, and you'll yeah. see people dive deeper in how they actually feel. And I, I kind of noticed that, um, you know, as I got older, like, especially I didn't see that in like grade 10 and grade 11, but like, no, towards the end of grade 12 and, and now, like, where, where I am right now in life, like, I can see guys like, or especially like my friends just like noticing how we talk to each other and it's more like uh real or like more like honest than yeah. it, than it ever has been um for sure that's awesome and we have you know a lot of guys who you know follow our account here who didn't go to vc and they didn't maybe didn't have that experience of an encounter or some a platform to open up right mm-hmm. and maybe this progress that we've seen through our the three of us our personal experience at that at vc hasn't happened that progress hasn't happened for a lot of guys and mm-hmm, it's still yeah, way sure. over stigmatized and it's harder to come out and talk about these mental health problems i mean yeah um for sure uh, even, even still, that. yeah like i'm really grateful like we're, we're starting um of course with am and then coming out with unico because then i hope that more guys will want to come on and maybe yeah. we didn't have like that progress in high school because yeah you know it, it is a really hard conversation there are a lot of things under the surface that we don't see um yeah i mean like you... especially like right now oh yeah um like 100%. during covid like there's so many people i know that are just alone like most of the people i know that are just alone all day and don't talk to anyone and that, yeah. that was like me for like a long time like September, October, November, you're kind of just like alone and you kind of get used to it. And you don't realize like, you don't realize how, how, how bad it is and how like isolated you are. Cause you're kind of just used to it. And you, you don't feel the need to like 
talk about your feelings anymore because you're like oh, i'm just alone now it's normal i'm alone and you just, i mean for me it was a lot of self-reflection during that time like kind of just like thinking like oh what do i want to do who do i want to be stuff like that but i don't know if other people had that same conversation with themselves and so yeah like especially during covid right now it's definitely hard for guys to speak out yeah well and, and there's a lot less distractions too like you were talking about self-reflection like i think a lot yeah. of you know, myself included, a lot of people, you can, it's really easy to push away your problems because you can find little distractions in the day. Like, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. School or talking to friends or hanging out or, you know, going to do stuff. And now with that, we don't have a lot of that. So it's kind of a big deal of, you know, you kind of like, well, what do I do now? You're kind of like, well, I guess I'll mm -hmm. think. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, it forces a lot of us to like kind of just like self reflect. Like, you're just kind of sitting at home and you start thinking, like, like I think we talked about this like on the previous Zoom call, but like I, I was looking at like old photos of me in high school and I was like, what the heck is what, what's wrong? <laughs> like now that I actually had time to sit and think and be by yeah. myself, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like I was doing so right. many things that like I would I would hate. Like if I met myself for the first time, if I met my high school self for the first time, I probably wouldn't be friends with him. I'm like, this guy's like annoying. But like right. I, I didn't realize that at the time because I'm kind of just like distracted. You're kind of in, you're like living life and you kind of don't realize it. But when you have a time to like sit down and like, I'm just sitting there like watching TV thinking like, wow, I, who was I? Like, what, what the heck? Like, what, what was yeah, I doing? We talked about trying for guys, like trying really hard to like work up like a, you know, to, to, I guess I feel like a, a mold that like guys are strong and guys, guys need to be on top of this like social hierarchy. And we yeah. kind of shifted to define that closely as, you know, you're working hard to work away from, you know, who we really are and, and the real yeah. problems that we have to tackle, like, you know, being in a rut and, and losing these passions that we have. Um, so I, I guess my next question would be, how can we, as guys, and even, I guess even for girls, is, is build a better space where it's not so stigmatized? for guys to come out and say, hey, I have this problem. And hey, like my mental health is, is probably the leading thing in my life right now that I need to work on. Yeah, um, I think it starts with the people you surround yourself with, mm -hmm. right? Like you, if you choose a well-rounded group of friends, which can be hard, like deciding yeah. who's your friend and who's not, especially at like being a teenager, like you don't know kind of, it's we're kind of figuring out like who we are, right? So, but I mean, if you do, surround yourself with people like-minded people right and i feel it'd be easier to kind of speak out how you feel because you relate to each other right like if you surround yourself with a group of people that have the same mindset as you it's easier to kind of all be on the same page and if not for everything but at least for some things right like if you yeah. surround yourself with friends who have the same interest you can bring up you know problems that you all have experiencing with this interest, let's say with the sports or, or like, you know, a hobby like band or something like that, like, you know, like anything, like if you yeah. surrounded yourself, especially in high school with like-minded people, I feel like it's way easier to open up a conversation about how you feel. Yeah. And where has, where do you think passions play into this? And I guess facilitating a better conversation with people like for kids in university right now, maybe, at home or on res like i feel like Ooh, all these things are easier yeah, go ahead. sorry yeah no, no no it's okay i feel like all these things are easier when you have a great foundation of things like you like to do and like if, if whether that is you know going out to film 
or you know playing soccer at the park with your friends like what are what are passions to you and how do they play into a mental health conversation yeah for sure um you know like to me like i mean i'm so young right now we're all so young so like i see this as a passion but who knows like this can all change you know like mm -hmm. every not everything is like set in stone like right now i think i know what i'm doing like mm -hmm. i think yeah. <laughs> i think we all just kind of think you know we're doing like i like this but will i change in the future i don't know but as of now i wake up and i'll either want to edit something or i either want to film something and that's why i know it's a passion because i wake up feeling like i still have that urge like it never gets like boring or tired because i feel like for people to find a passion everyone has a passion right like everyone either will find it or has it and it's either like it's being suppressed because they're being forced to do something else right but whether by parents or by friends right so they're kind of forced to not uh indulge in that passion and kind of like expand on it right and um like i think that that's like a really big thing like a lot of people have a passion and can't really recognize it because you know there's other things in the way that are keeping you from it and luckily for me it was it was, it was fairly easy to kind of fall into my passion like it wasn't there wasn't that much backlash there wasn't that much pressure like thank god my parents were like really okay with what i wanted to do because some parents wouldn't be okay right like i'm, I'm right. thankful that i'm kind of in a situation where like i can kind of explore what i want to do right and i feel like the best advice for people especially our age is kind of just explore like try different things like don't be afraid to like try something new like right now i'm trying like like twitch streaming like what the heck like i never thought i would do that right like, what? like what exactly. no way like I, I wouldn't be doing that but i'm just like trying it and i'm finding the things that stick right mm -hmm. and i feel like that's the best thing someone can do right now and that's where like happiness is like you see all these videos on instagram talking about like passion right and it, I, I feel like it's true like i feel like if you find something that you really want to do like you're, you're going to feel like an inner happiness that goes beyond like money or like success mm -hmm. like i feel like if you just do this thing like whether it's a sport or what i do anything like so yeah, just like explore what you want to do. And I feel like that fits into mental health because like, you know, a lot of people are stuck, especially university students doing something they don't want to do, or they're doing something they want to do, but it's hard, like school and stuff like that. Right. So, you know, finding a reason or, or kind of thinking about the reason why you're doing something can really help a lot. Like, especially in school, there's a lot of people, you know, in university that are in majors where it's tough, right? Like, oh, I got like exams and I got all right. this. Like you're thinking of the thing that's like in front of you. But yeah. if you think of like the big picture, yeah, then I feel like you can you can motivate yourself more. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you what do you think the difference is between a distraction and a passion? Jeez. Um a distraction? Yeah. I feel like I mean like what's specifically is like a distraction? Well, like we were talking about, you know, COVID and having less distractions and being able to kind of do more stuff and reflect. But then, you know, and, th and that's usually maybe not a good thing towards your mental health. Maybe it is, but usually it's kind of just suppressing it. But would you say a passion is more of like an outlet for your feelings and an outlet for what's going on? Or do you not find that? Or um, I feel like it's different. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, like, when I have like built up feelings, right. I translate that into like my, like what I do or like what yeah. I try to do, whether it's like filming something, like I put that onto like, a, like I try and film that or try like, I try and like articulate my feelings through my passion, but that, I feel like that's like different. I feel like I can do that because it's like an artistic thing, you know, like yeah, okay. I feel like people can do that with sports too. People express their feelings 
through like a sport. So I feel like, yeah, that can happen too. So I feel like it just depends on, on everyone's like likes yeah. and interests. I feel like it depends. Yeah. Do you think like, you know, could you tell the difference in your life? Like when, when you're experiencing a distraction or a passion? Uh, yeah. Um, like, let's say like, just like sitting down and like watching YouTube, like that's a distraction. Yeah, right. That's not like a passion, right? Like you <laughs> don't have just going through TikTok. Yeah. You don't right? feel I feel like if it's for. something productive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Productive in your own sense. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. It's a case by case basis. There's no, you know, yeah. It's a case by case. Yeah. It's, it's not really, really. So I, like, yeah. I guess to kind of wrap everything up here in a nice bundle. Um, Nico, I guess if you, if you could talk to, well, guys and girls, but mainly guys, like who are maybe in a rut or coming out of a rut in that transition phase, you know, what would you tell them? And, and to say like, hey, this is how, you know, I've been able to um, move on and get out of this place and, you know, find passions. Like, what would you say to help them? Um, I mean, I would, first of all, I would say like, you know, talk to close friends, surround, try and surround yourself with people that you feel comfortable talking to. Cause that's like the first step. Like right. I didn't really talk about my problems till like later on, but I feel like if I immediately had a, had the urge to talk to like my close friends about it, I feel like it would have done like a lot better for me. So I feel like the first thing is just trying to, I know it's hard. It's easier said than done, of course, than just always. like just saying, Oh, talk to a friend. Right. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. this is not always there, but I would say like put an effort into surrounding yourself with a group of people, like a support system that can lift each other up. And then after you do that, I would say just like explore yourself, like explore your passion, explore what you like, because that helps you kind of gear towards happiness. Cause like, I'm not perfect. I don't know what I'm doing right now. If it is is what I'm going to be doing like a year from now, but I'm just going to continue to keep exploring and doing new things. And hopefully, you know, things will stick. So I can say that's like, as of now, like that's kind of the best things for me, you know, surrounding yourself with, you know, like-minded people and kind of just like, exploring yourself so yeah nice well thank you so much nico it's so fun to have you on as always thank you for having <laughs> me you know i'm glad to be what am i the first guy you're the first yes, guy you are. let's go I yeah mean, hopefully i'm not gonna be the only uh, hopefully more guys you know speak up but yeah you know yeah i'm glad thank you for having me. no thank you nico it was really nice to have you speak thank all right so thank you to again nico for coming on Um, and everyone listening and we hope to see you guys next week